following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of KSTPAM 1500 ESPN. The following is a presentation of Cover Your Assets and is offered by Rooker Financial Coaching and Consulting. You're trying to build your income, your business, your life. Challenges are all around you. It seems so overwhelming. People are depending on you. Who do you listen to? Where can you go to find honest, useful information? Todd Rooker. For decades, Todd Rooker has been teaching professional education to attorneys, CPAs, bankers, and financial advisors. Rooker Financial Consulting offers advice and coaching to consumers, business owners, and financial professionals on every topic imaginable. If you truly want to succeed, sit back and find out how to cover and build your assets. Here's nationally renowned speaker and expert getting you on the path to financial strength and wealth, Todd Rooker. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing this morning? Uh, great, fabulous morning. <laughs> Got a great topic this morning, I think. You ready for this one? Be the storm. Be the storm. What does that mean? <laughs> means get, you know, stuff done. That's what it means. Yeah. Get stuff done. Be the storm. Make things happen. Um are there things in your life that you need to accomplish, need to get done? So, you know, I'm not imposing my thoughts about what what needs to be done. I listen to uh I listen to the intro to the show, whether you like it or not, I'm not sure I like it, but you know, when you listen to it, um <clears throat> I wonder how many people who hear anything related to money and finance and turn it off, change the channel. Is that because you feel like you're a failure when it comes to money and finance? Is that the reason that you don't open your mind to it? Does all that stuff just seem like it's over your head? You're stuck. You uh, you can't make a lot of money, so you really don't want to hear about other people who are. It just ticks you off. And uh, that stuff just isn't you, and you're going to be all about passion and fulfillment. Uh, or maybe you don't even have that going on. That is really a sad situation for you, if that's the deal. Uh, I believe that every human being needs to accomplish. Uh, if you're if you're not, if you don't have designs on accomplishment, if you don't, even if you have those designs, but you just don't seem to ever get anything done, and that means bring things to its completion, then listen carefully. You are going to be a miserable, depressed person. Period. And, you know, it almost doesn't matter if you're locked up in a prison and and you're doing push-ups. Accomplishing something is something that the human mind and the human psyche need. And so, so often, people say, well, you need to do this thing. You know, I mean, this is what you, you, you want this. You want this result. You have to do this thing. And, you know, in, in my career uh, as a financial guy, I am giving guidance and coaching and strategy to accomplish things. I mean, I do it every day. And so, you know, when I, when I give people the things that they need to do, too many of you, way too many of you have this notion that you're going to toss that around and think about it which really probably means you're not going to do it. Or it really means that you're not going to do it in the same way and get the same result. And that really is the point. 
people are so deluged with information, they're so conflicted, and they're so easily distracted that they do not seem to get things done in the way that I'm talking about. And that is, again, to begin it and to accomplish it. And so when I give people guidance and advice on what to do to accomplish the things that they tell me they want to accomplish, they're not casual suggestions. They are directives. And that assumes, in my mind, that they're going to walk out the door and they're going to go do it. Sadly, I'm mistaken more often than not. (laughs) Because they just are not capable of doing anything like that other than imminently dying and stepping out of the out of the way of a of a of an oncoming freight train they're just not good at endeavoring into something beginning it and actually just going and so you the reason for the title today be the storm is about that very thing about beginning something and then just going uh, with enormous aggression and focus. But, you know, how, how does somebody actually do that? You know, they're, they're, they're sitting here and they're saying, yeah, 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 but you know, I don't know. (laughs) What do you think about that, Josh? I think it's interesting. (laughs) Do you think it's true? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Yeah. So, you know, when we think about how, how you're going to begin something, um, what you actually need to do, you, and look, people are going to beat me up for this because you're going to say, yeah, but there's distractions and I've got my kids and I've got my spouse and I've got my this and I've got my that. And, and look, I know that, but that's not what this is about. You know, I, I am aware that there are things that no matter how focused you might be, there are legitimate things whose priorities are so high that they're going to take you away. You know, if my if my if I'm in if I'm involved in something and I'm focused, but my my kid comes to me and he, and he has a broken arm or my dog gets hit out on the road, yeah, those things are going to take me away. You know, and so don't argue with me about the fact that, you know, those things are priorities and you just can't do this stuff. Because if that's the case, then let's just give up and quit right now. Reality is you have to have focus. And without focus, uh, a white, hot uh, focus on getting something done, then things don't get done. But one of the things that I that I have found in my life, and uh, I'm I'm not sure if this was something that was uh, I was taught when I was on the farm, or if it was something that was taught when I was in the military. But if you're not involved in something, and there and something that needs to be done comes to your mind, then the rule is do it now. Don't think about it. Do it now. Get it done. Finish it right now. Get it out of the way. And so often I've had people say, well, you know, they'll, they'll tell me, well, we need to get this thing done. And then they'll follow that up with, yeah, but you don't need to do it right now. Yes, do it now. Do it right now. And again, with aggression, that you can get it knocked off the list and move on to the next thing. 
But you really do have to have to endeavor with things and stay focused and continue going. Now, I I know people like this, and I hope or would like to think that I am someone like this. And you know, I've I've many times had people say to me, "Man, once once you get started, you you just don't stop, do you?" And and here's all I can say about that. For those who get started and do stop and don't stay focused and don't keep going, this is what I'm talking about. I feel sorry for those people because for anything to ever get accomplished in a way that actually has a meaningful change, you've got to be the storm. And you've got to be the person that others talk about and say, you're a little bit nuts you are the person who goes out and just, man, once you get involved in something, it's just, I mean, you know, if you want to learn about something or if you want to do something or if you want, if you need to complete something, man, once you get started, get out of the way, man, th- this person is just nuts. So my question for you is, are you like that? Is, is that? is that your tendency to be that way? Because if not, and you've got a whole bunch of half-finished projects all over your house, all over your car, all over your room, all over at work, well, then didn't we just explain why that is? So you, you have to be the person who gets things done. And if you're ever to progress in life, then you have to do those things. And here's the other point about it. You'll be happier. You'll be infinitely happier because the great news is that once one thing is completed, once one thing has been started and it has been completed, you approach the next thing with the impression, with the expectation that you will begin it, you will endeavor within it, and you will complete it. And that's the way it goes. Now, the sad news is the opposite is also true. That's the sad news. If you get involved in something, you go to work on it, you get distracted, you go do something else, you come back and you don't remember what you were doing before, and the next thing you know, you start doing something else. Well, if there was ever a recipe for depression, that would probably be it. And I, I am sad to say that I really believe that's a lot of people. I mean, I think that's a lot of people. Now, whether that is their training or lack thereof, or whether or not they have a scattered mind and cluster thinking, I don't know. But at the end of the day, I don't care. Because if you can get things accomplished and move on to something else with the expectation that you'll accomplish and finish this... Every day you're knocking things off of your list. You're feeling that sense of accomplishment, and you're progressing, and you're progressing, and you're progressing. And if not, then sadly, you're running around in circles going absolutely nowhere. And this is the case for a lot of people who maybe have goals and ideas and designs, but they don't accomplish anything. When I talk about the aggression that one has to hold in their minds to get things done, I, I think that when you're involved in something and you have that focus, so the focus is that 
you are you are hungry to complete, to learn, to accomplish. And you have to look upon anything that comes your way that is a potential distraction as an irritant. Do not allow things to take you off course unless they have that super-duper high priority as in this is an emergency. Focus on getting whatever you start done. And that means don't look at things far into the future. You know, I talk about creating a business plan. And, of course, I work with a lot of small business owners. A lot of the small business owners out there have this Humpty Dumpty, I'm going to do this thing for the rest of my life as it relates to their business. It is an utter mistake. And the reason is because they're really not focused on great accomplishment. They're just focused on toiling, just being in this thing, doing this thing day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, decade by decade until what? I don't know. Retirement or death, I guess. When when I teach people to write a business plan, we're writing a business plan right now for uh, a gal, wonderful gal, and oh boy, is she a storm, uh, Norma Jean Joffs, who is a real estate agent and in a small northern community in Minnesota, Virginia, Minnesota, she is an absolute storm. But we're writing a business plan for her. Now, the point that I'm making is that business plan will most certainly be no more than five years. It will not be 30 years. It will not be, you know, this thing. It will be five years. And those five years will be broken up into years and months and specific things that have to take place to accomplish the end objective so that it all fits together. But there will be things that will have to be accomplished day by day, week by week, and month by month. Because the human being, whenever they see something that is years in in the future, it immediately causes them to slow down as though it's the difference between running a marathon as compared with a sprint. When you write a business plan, you write a business plan for five years because it is not a marathon. It is not conserve your energy so that you have a long, good pace. It is a go as fast and hard as you possibly can until you are utterly exhausted. Because the reality is, if you do accomplish your goals at the end of that month, year, and five years, most likely, if you did it right, you're spent. You're spent. You literally are now prepared to sell your business for a particular number. And if you don't do that, then you're going to need a little bit of a vacation because you have really, really killed yourself to get here. And that's exactly as it should be. For those of you who get involved in something and are continually considering how you're going to conserve your energy, kind of like if I'm lifting weights and I am doing, let's say, sets of three versus sets of 20, there's a big difference between those two things especially if I'm going to do multiple sets. So I'm going to do five sets of 20 versus five sets of three. 
that's going to be a different thing, isn't it? When I'm doing sets of three and I'm doing it at, at you know, 70, 80, 90% of my max weight, every time I get underneath that weight, I am exploding with every ounce of energy that I can possibly muster, as opposed to... I don't want to kill myself on the first couple sets because I got three more sets to go and I'm just kind of, you know, plodding along here. That's the difference between being a storm and running a marathon. And I'm telling you that running a sprint, being a storm, is almost always better. Especially when it is put together end-to-end with an overall strategy that gets you to the end of your expected goals. So for a lot of you who are looking at doing these things, what I'm trying to give you is a sense of the, the mindset you must have to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Now, I'm going to go back to something that I said earlier because I think it's really important. And that is that the rule is you begin it now. You don't think about it. You don't get all your ducks in order. You don't prepare long term. You Do the things that you need to do. Certainly, there might be some preparation that's involved. But the rule is you just go at it. And while you're in it, you figure it out. But you don't sit around thinking about all the things that you have to do in preparation, and two weeks later, you still haven't begun. As I say this, it sounds so ridiculous because, of course, you know that, right? But here's the problem. People actually do what I'm just telling you. They're getting ready, getting ready, getting prepared, and they're lacking in their ability to be decisive. Decisiveness is one of the most powerful things in the world in your ability to be fulfilled and have accomplishment and progress in your life. Your ability to just sit down on a decision, make a decision, be decisive, boom. Have you ever heard the term, and if you listen to my show, you certainly have, and that is that I'd rather make the wrong decision than no decision at all. Have you ever heard that? Well, you know, what does that mean? I don't want to make any bad decisions. Um, What it means is, is that if you can be decisive and begin it, it means that you are then decisive again when and if you need to shift and change. You can change direction on a dime because you're capable of making a decision. So the minute you're in the real game, you're really doing it. You have that ability to make that decision, simply change directions, and keep right on progressing forward. But if you can't be decisive and you can't begin, and if you begin, you begin slowly, And when you begin slowly, you're incapable of making another decision to change direction and improve your trajectory. Well, then you simply wallow in it and go nowhere. So, you know, what you're going to do, I'm being generic because I'm trying to be uh, inclusive of all the people who are listening with whatever their goals or aspirations happen to be. But in the end, it's all the same. And people need to be capable of making these decisions. You need to be capable of making these decisions, and you have to begin it right now, today. When you hit, when you walk out my office, I say to my clients, when you hit that door 
I want you on your phone. I want you on your tablet. I want you immediately going in that direction. Well, I mean, for a lot of you, just just not prepared for that, huh? Well, I, I just don't. I just don't make decisions that fast. I, I just. I, what do you do then? What do you do? Do you get things done? Do you do it? Or are we going to be spending time talking about this two weeks from now? So, be the storm is our topic. We're going to take our first break. And away from break, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about the stuff that I've said to you here. Because this will change your life. This will change your life. When we come back, we're going to talk more about being decisive and the mindset that you must have to be capable of doing these things. And this is the change that you make from now on. Let's take our break. We'll be right back. Saturday mornings at 8, you'll have a chance to hear valuable advice from one of the top financial instructors in the state. Cover Your Assets is the show hosted by Todd Rooker. Every week, Todd shares his vast financial knowledge and extensive insights on how you can make small changes today that will lead to a better tomorrow. Todd has helped thousands of Minnesotans get to a better place financially. Listen to Todd Rooker as he hosts Cover Your Assets, Saturday mornings at 8 on 1500 ESPN. Does your sump pump run constantly? Do you want to ensure that you never have a damp, musty-smelling basement? These issues are caused by water coming off your roof, draining into your basement. Gutters can resolve these problems. William Foss is the owner of Seamless Solutions. He is honest and trustworthy. He is simply the best. If you need gutters or leaf covers, he is the guy to call. You can call him at 612-834-0664 or go to his website, SeamlessSolutionsMN.com. Are you looking for a bank that supports entrepreneurs like you? If you're searching for a bank to grow with you and your business, I would like to welcome you to our village, Village Bank. Hi, I'm Alicia Webb, President and Vice Chair of Village Bank. I'm honored to lead Village Bank, an entrepreneur's bank that was built by an entrepreneur and for entrepreneurs. Starting a business and then maintaining it requires mindset. It's important for business owners to realize that financial statements aren't just for their bankers and accountants. Knowing your numbers will help build the foundation for you and a healthy and successful business. You don't have to be a financial expert nor a banker, but you do need to understand a few key financial documents and metrics to make your business successful. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn or visit us at villagebankonline.com. It takes a village to accomplish your business goals. And be sure to tune in to cover your assets the last Saturday of every month to fill your entrepreneurial cup of ambition and start your Saturday off right with me, Alicia Webb, and our village, Village Bank. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the wow experience. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. 
But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412, Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So, I uh, left the break and uh, talked about the notion of being decisive. Being decisive and beginning something. And it really kind of does come down to that. Just, whew, let's go, you know? Um, now, uh, I, 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 I was, uh, when I, I was a boxer, uh, did, a lot of, uh, did a lot of fighting all over, um, certainly all over Minnesota, uh, and, uh, you know, the thing is, <laughs> is that walking between those ropes in a, in a boxing ring where the goal of each contestant is to knock the other one unconscious for a lot of people, they would never walk between those two ropes <laughs> or those three ropes rather. Um, they would not do that because you have to make a decision and there's no turning back. Even uh, rarely do you see anybody walk in, get hit, and then run out of the ring. So once they've made that decision, they've made that decisive decision. And life is kind of like that, isn't it? You know, it, for those of you who who, are, who can't relate to that, if you've ever been in a street fight or you've ever had to confront somebody, you have to you have to you have to get your dander up, and then you just say, "All right, let's go." All right, let's go. That's what being decisive is all about. All right, let's go. Um, my my son and I had this conversation a while back, and you'll recall this because I talked about it on a radio show. If you listen, and he said to me, "Dad," he said, "You're you're a unique person. You you just make a decision, and that's just the way it is from now on." Now. Why? Why is that? First, I was. It was wonderful that he said that to me, and and wow, that's that was quite a nice compliment. But the reason that's happened is because I've figured out that it works. It's that simple. And I said to Aaron, my son, I said, "Well, you simply put on your blinker and you change lanes, and that's it. Period." So your preparation, you know, this long-winded, long-term preparation, yeah. Put your blinker on. That's how long it takes. You put your blinker on, you change lanes, and that's it. 
you leave your inhibitions behind. Uh, you know, um, you, you, you don't second guess yourself. You don't lament um, what has happened in the past, you know, where you made did, made less than the right decision. And boy, you sure don't want to make that decision, that bad decision again. So, you know, boy, if I could just go back. And the next thing you know, your, your, your brain goes to all of the things that you wish you hadn't done that, and that you wish you could do over again. What a colossal waste of time. <clears throat> Coulda, woulda, shoulda is irrelevant. You, you you can't I I can't deal with that uh, and and so the, the the problem is people are so concerned with well what will people think if I make this decision and I stand on it is it going to be the wrong one am I going to look bad are people going to going to make fun of me so hey better better no decision than a bad one so I'll just choose to do nothing screw that make a decision don't look back. Don't concern yourself with what anybody thinks. Concern yourself with forward progress and accomplishment only. And don't waste your time worrying about what anybody else thinks. And don't concern yourself with what has happened in the past. Put your blinker on and change lanes. It is that simple. And it's that complicated all at the same time. I'm aware. I'm, I'm very aware. And the minutia that your brain involves itself in and the distractions that are created by you to avoid making that sit down on top of that decision, those are your challenges. And you have to just literally put those things out of your mind, and you have to focus and move to the next level, put the blinker on, change lanes, don't look back, and ironically, you're going to have to do that same decisive decision about something else shortly thereafter and once you start doing this it becomes very easy you know um i'll tell you that this radio show when we started this and i think it's i i I believe it's going on 12 or 13 years now i remember i was asked by someone are you sure you want to do that i mean do you know what you're doing do you know how to do you know how to do a radio show? <laughs> and look, the answer was abundantly, no, <laughs> I have no clue. I have no idea how to do it. But see, it didn't matter. Once I made the decision, that was it. It, was, it became easy after that. And if you are the type of person who doesn't like to fail, how many of you out there like to fail? Josh, is that something you relish? I, I can't wait to make another decision and fail. I like to fail to learn from my failure. Oh, please. Just some philosophical answers for you. Well, I, I think that you can only say that after the fact. Yes, that's it's all hindsight. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody goes into anything with failure. In fact, on some level, you're, you, you detest failure, and you're scared of it. And while it could, it could easily... Uh, petrify you and cause you not to move forward you have to move forward nevertheless but the fact that you detest failure means that you kill yourself to succeed but you're going to wind up having to involve yourself and move forward into things that you most certainly don't have all the answers to and don't have your ducks in a row you know there are professions that lend themselves to people human beings 
who aren't good at making decisions. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you and tell you that most of you who are employees as opposed to business owners aren't good at making decisions. And many of the folks who go into small businesses don't fully appreciate the fact that they're going to have to make decisive, directed decisions on a regular basis, and they just immerse themselves in a business, and all of a sudden, whoa, they have to make a decision. And maybe there's a team who's supporting you behind you, and they're all going to go in that direction based on you pointing this direction or that direction, doing this thing or doing that thing. But most people who are employees, uh, on the whole, are not self-starters. They only do what they're told to do, and they're conditioned to think that way. They're not conditioned to be self-starters, mostly. And, you know, if asked, why didn't you do this thing that was right in front of you? And the answer is, nobody told me to do that. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. Well, see, when it comes to making decisions in your own life, you cannot carry that same sentiment with you. You've got to make decisions. You've got to have forward progress and accomplishment in your own life. I've already told you the result, if you don't. So people become employees simply because they don't want to make those decisions. What is that decision? Well, in the world of self-employment, you eat what you kill. You don't accomplish anything today. You don't get anybody to pay you today. You have no money to eat. You have no money to pay your mortgage. It's ironic to me. I was thinking today in the shower how many parents prepare their kids to be self-employed. And it's like almost none. Right? What a mistake that is. What are the things that you're doing today with your children to teach them how to be decisive? What are the decisions that they're making today, right now, without you telling them what to do, that are, that are engendering that decisive trait in their lives that makes them a leader, not a follower, that makes them capable as opposed to utterly incapable? What are the things that you're doing? What are the things that you're teaching? What are the things that you're doing yourself to show them the way? You want to say something, Josh? I just think that this some, this is something that needs to be reinforced, not only through parents, but also through elementary slash high school, because it comes down to one of those, the old adage that, oh, we never was shown how to do, you know, auto work and stuff like that in high school. This is entrepreneurship and self-starting, you know, business and whatever is pretty much goes hand in hand with all of those other lines of work that just aren't really emphasized enough instead of, you know, doing math, mathematics and social studies and geography and stuff like that. And then it pretty much rolls into, okay, what did I learn? <laughs> bubble gum. Bubble yes. gum. Chewing bubble gum. Treading water in the middle of the ocean by yourself. But, you know, Josh, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Nobody teaches anybody this. Yep. So you got to ask, is that because the uh, uh, the educational system and the people who are who are the decision makers in those areas don't know what we've just told you? Is that why? Or or is there another reason maybe? They're infor- they're trying to enforce, I guess, the, the norm that we've been used to for the last 50 years, and that's uh, that self-starting businesses are, I guess, not set up for for success as uh, really, and, you know, the reality is that they are. You just have to make the right moves and have the right mentality and the right resources to make something like that happen. 
And I think that the it's just the ever rolling ball of wax that doesn't stop rolling, and it's not going to change course until you know the whole I guess system as a whole changes that. So. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're taught collectivism yes. to become a cog in the wheel. So, so why is that? Well, let's think about this. The vast majority of people in this country, because which is to say, they've succeeded, right? Yeah. Because when the country was formed, we were you were either a shopkeeper or 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 a farmer, you know, agrarian, uh, you know, people who were engaged in farming. Uh, people who were engaged in small business, they were the majority of the people. And even people who worked for those people were right alongside of the small business owners, the shop owners, the farmers. And they everybody had this sense of independence, personal, personal independence and personal independent success. That has been beaten out of us. And so much so that everybody... You know, if you're a parent, your kid wants to be independent, wants to and 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 wants to have his own business. You should you should applaud that. You should think that's the greatest thing in the world. But how many of you would feel that way? And if you did, if you did hear your child say that, what would be the immediate things that you would do to prepare them to be capable of doing that? Not being a a part of the collective. Not being a cog in the wheel, but being a leader, a self-starter. Because let me just guarantee you this. They're not going to learn it in school, as Josh has abundantly just made the yeah. point. It's absolutely true. So people who are in business have to be decisive. But, you know, when you think about professions like scientists, architects, engineers, uh, accountants, these are people who want endless data but are horrible at making being decisive and making decisions because that's it's not something that's in them they just want more and more information and they're more and more interested and intrigued but the idea of making a decision that affects them or other people oh they don't want any part of that right and that's why so many people are you know incapable of it you know the 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 one thing if you if you are an officer in the in in the military and certainly in a combat role where you have to make decisions. And certainly there's a chain of command and your missions are, are, are plotted out for you. But you're going to make decisions on things like battle plans. And in some instances, the battle plans that you are drawing out have a contingency A, B, C, D. And the reason is because no battle plan ever survives first contact. But the battle plans that you do essentially are that if we if this happens then likely only a couple people will die and if this happens we may have a whole lot of body bags how many of you civilians would be capable of making a decision where that was the outcome and then by the way a week later having to drop another battle plan with the exact same types of decisions having lost people that you cared about and that you knew. That's what it means to be decisive. And see, that's those those decisions are imposed on people that, quite frankly, uh, are young officers out of college who many times are, are, are certainly were not, were not ready for that when they came into the military. But that, that trait 
as my point is is being made, can be taught and can be uh, engendered within a human being, but it has to be a conscious thing. So are you teaching your kids? And the best way to teach your kids is to be the teacher. Uh, best way to learn is to teach, right? So make your decision, being the storm. Once you get involved in something, go at it as fast and hard as you can, and then move on to the next thing and keep going and keep going and keep going in such a way that the people around you are step are, are stepping back and looking at you and going, whoa, how in the world does this human being get this much done in this short period of time? We're going to take another break. We're talking about being the storm, getting things done in your life. Accomplishment, progress. We'll be right back. Hey, are you considering something exceptional to set your home apart and highlight its curb appeal? How about the rich look of custom copper gutters? Copper gutters are not only beautiful, they also offer timeless durability. William Foss with Gutter Solutions installed my beautiful copper gutters. I get compliments every day. If you're looking for extraordinary craftsmanship and would like to consider something truly special, call him at 612-834-0664 or go to their website, Seamless Solutions mn.com ask for billy i have trusted attorney brian aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients aho law office is the go-to firm i choose because brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. Mike Overson here of Minnesota Home Talk. With today's housing market, buying a house is a competition. To win in a multiple offer situation, you have to work with a local lender who has the reputation of being 100% reliable. Come to the winning team. Get pre-approved for your loan by one of the top lenders in the nation, the Mike Overson Mortgage Team at Luminate Home Loans. We will help you win. Call me at 612-202-8321. That's Mike Overson at 612-202-8321 or go to applywithmike.com. 
Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So, you know, the thing that, that, that comes to mind is how capable human beings are when pressed. And how much more they can do. Everyone who's out there listening to me, and I mean everyone, is so much more capable than they know, than you, than you know you are. You can do so much more when pressed, and necessity rings the bell, than you believe. But people avoid that like the plague. The idea that they should ever be in that position just makes them real and run in the other direction. Yet, it is one of the things that teaches you how to be decisive. And so saving people from these situations is an absolute detriment to their growth. Think about your children. Think about if you're an adult and you have no children, your upbringing and how people were saving you to help you. And I'm saying right now, flat out, that's destructive. That's destructive to the growth of an individual. Josh, tell me, give me an example, uh, an example of something, a, 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 a situation where you were forced to be decisive. You were forced to do it. And it's something that you probably wouldn't not wouldn't have done on your own. And then tell me what the outcome was as a result of that. The best answer I can give you off the top of my head, honestly, and this is more of a given poor advice type situation, was being told that you need a college degree to get into radio. And eventually I did do that. And then I also learned from that, uh, that choice uh, that you do not indeed need a college degree to get into radio. It's an experience-based career. And uh, here I am, 30, 40K in debt. And... Voila. It's definitely not something I needed in my life, but, you know, it, it's kind of the uh, bed was already made and it's got a lie in it, I guess. So that's the best example I could think of. 
how is it possible? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's what I was looking for, but how yeah. is it possible that you could finish, you could complete a college degree before you figured that out? It was more so I was at the halfway point and I didn't want to kind of, it was one of those, I just might as well finish it out and just accomplish it. And that way it's done. Um, and that was kind of why when you had asked me during the break, like, what is a good example? That's the first thing I could think of as far as, um, I guess the easy answer of something that was told to me and all right, I'm going to do this. And so I can have the career in radio. And that was pretty much my choice. And this is the end result of learning my lesson because of, you know, bad advice, bad recommendations, bad, you know, career advice, I guess. So that that's why that is kind of the... Uh, the Did you finish college? Yes, just right. the summer. So let me ask you something. Are you proud of the fact that you have a college degree? Yes. All right, so the outcome of, of, of that decision, college debt or not... Yeah. ...was probably a good one in the sense that you accomplished something that not everybody accomplishes. It, it's... Six of one and a half dozen in the other, honestly. It's a very bittersweet proud, but yes, it is a, I would, I would much rather not have the college debt if I had to choose between like not having the degree and you know, everything that went along with it, uh, as opposed to now I have to dig out of said debt to, you know, become financially above the water instead of below the water. So, uh, you know, so I'll, I'll just say this when, when if you're going to send your kids to college, do not send them to college to be a cog in the wheel. Be focused on how they're going to earn an income and how they're going to monetize that time and that and that cost of that education. If you're if you're a parent, if you're a friend and you're giving people advice, don't be simply focused on education unto itself and that the human being grows because don't get me wrong, there's there's some certainly something in that. Uh, and the sense of accomplishment that goes along with it. And all of that. But but I would always say that no matter what a person chooses as a direction, they should always bring right alongside of it with equal measure and value. How are they going to earn a living and how does that translate into supporting a lifestyle? Josh, I suspect you'll agree with me and I do want your comment. The number of college paths that do not translate into an income with even a reasonable lifestyle by most people's standards is amazing and surprising, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. I honestly would be interested to look up the actual like percentage-wise what the number is, but yeah, I'm not at all shocked by that. There's a lot of people I know personally that have had you know college degrees. Oh, I'm going to have this great career, make a lot of income, have you know my income outweighed any debt that I may have, and they're sitting pretty much at a target, you know, cutting up deli meat and stuff like that instead of using their actual degree towards, you know, having a financially stable lifestyle. So. Now, now look, I'll, I'll tell you what, folks, I, I can I can say that when you when you at least have a college degree, as somebody who has hired and fired and employed people. The idea that somebody has started something and finished something is meaningful. It really is. And so for the people who, are, who, who go out and get a, uh, a degree with an emphasis in a particular area, if they don't have the capacity to be decisive and change directions and use that for what it is, not necessarily because I'm an art major and I'm going to go into art and be a, be a broke artist for the rest of my life, but I'm going to take that 
that start and finish degree and then use it to go and find something that does suit my my needs and my ambition. Here again, we're talking about the ability to be decisive. And so when you look at those, when you look at those things, I think we can bring it back to that same thing. Now I'll tell a story quick because I know we don't have a lot of time left. <clears throat> and I've told this story before, but it's important. Great Lakes, Illinois. I and I I uh, enlisted in the Navy. There was uh, there was a a uh, a tryout for buds, basic underwater demolition seal. In that tryout, we had to do a number of things: push ups, sit ups, flutter kicks, and and swim in a in a a number of laps in a certain period of time. And I remember uh, it was a bunch of us. Now you got to remember something. Everybody who goes to a tryout like that is like everybody who steps between the ropes in the ring. They already think they're pretty tough. And most likely, everybody they know thinks they're tough. But here's the shocking part. In the Navy, special operators, uh, SEALs, have to be have to swim. That's what it means to be a maritime operator. That's why SEALs are considered to be the best operators in the world, or at least we think we, think we are, but think they are but uh the reality is not all of them even know how to swim and so i so remember one of these guys standing alongside of the pool on the platform and he says we all hear him say it i don't know how to swim there was a whole lot of people who didn't know how to swim surprisingly and and if you would think that everybody there would and should know how to swim i would have thought so too but i was wrong about that and the instructor who was a SEAL, <laughs> that ought to tell you something, looks at him and says, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. This young man turns to walk away as though that he was let off the hook. And and the instructor gave him that impression. As he turned, the instructor puts his palm on the guy's chest and throws him into the water. This guy goes into the water and and, I mean, in his mind, he was going to die. And he is flailing in the water. And, I mean, it is ferocious. He's, he's, he's drowning. And he is desperately, his arms are flying around and water is splashing. And I swear, it, must, it seemed like it took him five minutes to get to the side. And we're all sitting there watching this. He finally gets to the side of the pool. And the instructor turns to us and said, well, I guess he knows how to swim. I love it. I love it. That's a metaphor for life. You all need it. Put yourself in these situations where you are forced to perform and you will become more. When I say struggles and challenges are blessings from God sent to you to help you reach your potential and become more, do you understand what I'm talking about? Do you avoid these situations? Do you help and assist your children in avoiding these situations? How will they ever become decisive? How will they ever become leaders? How will they ever become self-starters and be a storm? How are they going to do that? How are they going to do that? You're robbing them of the self-esteem that they need, that they require to be able to be the storm and to be decisive and and to reap success from this wonderful system in the United States that we have available to us. That, that is really the, the whole point here. 
And no matter what it is that you get involved in, it almost doesn't matter what it is. You have to be able to be decisive. You have to have focus. And you have to, once you're involved in it, you have to go like nobody's business. It's a sprint, not a marathon. Be the storm. What do you think, Josh? Will that change people's lives? I sure hope so. Yeah, well. <laughs> hit a couple of veins for me today, at least early on. <laughs> so I'm definitely trying to gather in as much as I can of this. But that's why YouTube and uh, the podcasting is available. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, the last thing I'll say is if you're capable of, of being decisive, the world is your oyster. And the world is your oyster. So think about it, guys. Act on it. Make it happen. Be the storm. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed were not necessarily those of the management or ownership of KSTPAM 1500 ESPN.